She's Missing follows the abduction of Amber Hoops from her home in Southeast Idaho, and how her disappearance would affect those involved, and how a kidnapping nine months later would reignite the investigation. The unthinkable happened today. The World Trade Center, both towers gone, and we are all witnesses to it, and to some degree, we are all victims. 4,763 people remain unaccounted for. The casualty figures will be numbing. When September 11th happened, Amber was living with my mom and dad, her grandparents, and I think it was the day after, I was in the living room with her and we were watching some of the news. And I remember kneeling down by her as we were watching the TV and they were talking about all the people that were missing and all the frantic family members wondering where their family members were, if they'd made it out alive. And I said to Amber, I don't know what I'd do if you ever went missing. And when she did go missing two days later, I mean, that came into my mind right away that I had said that. And then I knew I would do anything I could to find her. On September 14, 2001, police were called to the Bergner home by two concerned grandparents. Their 20-year-old granddaughter, Amber Hoops, was nowhere to be found. To add to the mystery, a small work truck was also missing from Classic Auto Body, their body shop located just behind their home. When asked if it was like Amber to take the truck without permission, her grandfather Norris adamantly said no. It was unlike Amber to go anywhere alone. I quizzed Norris some more about the sequence of events and nothing added up. It's like, it, it, was, it wasn't like her to do that. There were, there, were, there were multiple factors that didn't add up for her to have not vanished under odd circumstances. I, I just I remember one of the questions I asked him is, is if uh, any of his employees left on bad circumstances. And he said uh, there, there was a guy that left a few years earlier that told him that he would get him back in a way that he couldn't fathom. And that piqued my interest a lot. And asked, I asked him more questions about, about that. And, and that's when he named Keith Hescock. And our first instinct was Mark Hescock, also known as Keith Glenn Hescock, because he had threatened my dad, saying that he would make it his lifelong vendetta to ruin my dad. You know, we looked for months for Amber and we've not been able to find her. This is the second abduction of a young woman in Bonneville County in nine months. The first was 20-year-old Amber Hoops, September of last year. The Hoops family today said that Keith Hescock was the first name of a suspect they gave to investigators the morning Amber disappeared. See, Hescock worked at Classic Truck and Auto Body, the family business, and Amber lived next door. If he is proven to be the person who took our, our Amber, then he's gone, and he's the only one that knows. Possibly, maybe there's another person out there that knows. And now maybe if it is him and he's gone, maybe someone will come forward and not be afraid. It's now been 22 years. Maybe, just maybe, you know something about her disappearance and you don't even realize it. Could you be the missing link in solving this case? Do you know what happened to Amber Hoops?
Join me, Emily, every Monday as I take you through this story from the point of view of those closest to the case.